Hey, Sunday school. And we are back. We are back. We are back. Welcome everybody to the I Am Sheila Michelle podcast powered by Power 108.9 and also known as Sunday School. Happy Sunday, y'all. So um, today's guest is an amazing woman who has a background in financial services. And, you know, on Sunday school, y'all know that Sunday school was traditionally all about financial literacy. And so we want to go back to our roots today. Um, she's, she's dressed in green y'all. So I, 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 I think she's sending us a message. I think she's sending us a message. And so I want to welcome, 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 welcome Miss Octavia O'Connor. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you so much. So, um, as we were walking in, we were talking about, you know, the weekend and the mm-hmm. upcoming week. What does a CFO do on a Sunday? Mm, well, me in particular, I prepare for the next week. Um, Mondays are normally like marketing Mondays for me. And then Tuesday through Thursday, I'm meeting with clients. And so I like to be prepared ahead of time. So Sundays is like my planning, my measurements to see if we're on track for everything. So yeah, outside of family time, of course. Yes, absolutely. And so as a CFO, and you use that word measurement. So that's kind of resonating with me now. Like, are you very calculated and metric driven in your personal and family life too? Absolutely. So that's you how measure, my brain works. You measure the washing powder. I sure do. You measure the sugar. I sure do. If y'all putting up something, mm-hmm. you got the ruler out. I sure do. All of that <laughs> and more. Yes. That's just how my brain works. So Okay, yeah. awesome. When did you discover your love for numbers? I discovered my love for numbers right after high school. Um I did a couple of different things, but I went back to accounting. Again, okay. so I started in accounting and then I did real estate and then I did cosmetology. Um, and then it was braiding hair every weekend. And then I went back to bookkeeping and accounting. Wow. And so numbers has always been even in, in school, you know, even though accounting is not math, but I was, I've always been good with numbers. Yeah. Um, math has always been a great subject for me that I excel in. And so once I went back to accounting, I was like, I'm sticking with it this time. Okay. So, now you yeah. said accounting is math is not accounting. Mm-hmm. Break that down for us. Cause I think the lay person is gonna think that math and accounting are related so you do a bit of math in accounting however math is one plus one is two accounting is debits and credits and allocating this transaction to the correct account and understanding your financial reports and being able to leverage that information to grow your business okay that's accounting Ooh, yeah. you said grow your business. Yes. Starting to feel kind of hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> grow your business. Okay, so that's what I want to get into today okay. because you're here, you're in this beautiful green and gold and, you know, 
growth, right? Growth is uh, growth could kind of be the 2024 buzzword, mm-hmm. probably for some of the, our community. Our community is comprised of um, entrepreneurs, male and female, mm-hmm. um, you know, 30s and older. Some are new entrepreneurs, some are serial entrepreneurs. And then we also have people who are aspiring entrepreneurs who are ready to take that leap, but they just don't know how. Mm -hmm. Um, So you and I both know how important financial literacy, how I don't even want to say important, it's critical, it's vital, right? Right. So it does you no good to make a bunch of money if you don't know what to do with it, if you don't know how to manage it, Mm -hmm. leverage it. That's something I don't think we talk a lot about. So um, I'm looking forward to getting into this conversation with you. Um, But we don't want to be rude. Um, Before we ask you to give us the goods, we need to at least give you an opportunity to, you know, share some of your background with us. And so our team, my product manager put together just a couple of questions for you. Mm -hmm. And so one of them is said, says that, Imagine you are in a time machine and you can go back to give yourself a piece of financial advice for when you first started your business. And I um, don't think this is your first business, right? Mm -hmm. Or the first version of your business. So we want to go all the way back to when you first became an entrepreneur. What would be that piece of advice that you would give yourself? Control your money, because if you don't gain full and complete control of your money, it will control you. Okay. And what is one tip um, that we can take from you in terms of how to control our money? Have a plan for every single dollar that you earn in your business. A lot of times entrepreneurs are so focused on the revenue, which is the top line number. That money comes in and then it disappears faster than you ever thought possible, right? And that is because most entrepreneurs are only focused on, and I I went through this myself, they're only focused on bringing it in, but you also have to focus on keeping it in. And so you mentioned another version of my company. This is the reason why as of today, the business is called Say Yes to Profits because I wanna teach entrepreneurs how to focus on the bottom line number and not just the top line number. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Because a lot of us don't understand anything but the top number. We Mm -hmm. don't know the bottom nor anything in between. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a time such as this where some of our businesses are growing and we're needing, you know, capital and those funding requests require us to kind of share and show our story with that middle portion. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get into another question. Broke, busted, and disgusted. Breakthrough is a powerful phrase embodying the roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship. What mental shifts do you think entrepreneurs need to deploy to get their confidence and motivation back? So when somebody is struggling, right? So broke, busted, and disgusted. You heard that before, oh, haven't yeah. you? Oh, I don't heard it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally don't use that B word, that B-R-O-K-E word. Mm-hmm. Totally allergic to that word, right? But I've heard it. I've heard that that uh, colloquialism many times. So if somebody is feeling B-R-O-K-E, and I say feeling because I don't think that anybody is truly ever B-R-O-K-E. You have some type of capital, you know, the capital in yourself, 
some in the bank. Maybe it's not as much as you want it to be. You know, you, you got something like God ain't just leave you out here with nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. But if somebody is feeling that B word today, or if they're feeling busted, if they're feeling like, you know what, I'm working 12, 14 hours a day. You know, this thing is not thinking. When is my time coming? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, or just frustrated um, with maybe they did all the right things. You know, maybe they did all the right things, but, you know, by chance, it didn't pan out how they thought. Mm -hmm. What would you share with them from a financial mental shift perspective? Well, let me start with the broke, busted and disgusted and bring it forward. Right. So broke, busted and disgusted is where I was several, several years ago. Um, and so at that time, so I call that part or that that story or chapter in my life broke, busted and disgusted. And so during that time, I had a negative one hundred and fifty two dollars in my bank account. And that was the account that I would look at the other accounts. I wouldn't even I couldn't even look at them. They were five hundred plus broke um, and in and, and the red. And so I knew that entrepreneurship was for me. Right. I had prayed about it. I got an answer. I knew it was for me, but I couldn't understand why I was in that place, why I was one month away from foreclosure on a house that I had built from the ground up, why I was hiding my truck in the garage. I couldn't understand that at that time. But I always say my story didn't stop there. Now I notice and I realize hindsight, as they say, is 2020. I can look back and understand why I went through that. And I can relate to an entrepreneur who says, Octavia, I'm doing everything I know to do. But yet, as you said, this thing is not thinking, right? I get it. I didn't understand it then. And that's where the breakthrough happened. The first thing that I had to do was, as you mentioned, change my mindset. And so at the time, I started to think and ask myself, what would the million dollar Octavia do? How would the million dollar Octavia show up in this interview, on this sales call, at this networking event? How would the million dollar Octavia show up if she had a team? Because I didn't have a team then, right? How would the million dollar Octavia think during this moment? Once I started to ask myself that, I started to think as best as I could how I would think the million dollar Octavia would walk into this room. How I think the million dollar Octavia would, you know, go through this sales conversation and someone has rejected you and you have to bounce back from that. I started to ask myself that I started to think like that. I started to study successful million dollar plus entrepreneurs. And once I started to do that, I started to put the action plans in place and my business took a great drastic shift. And that's where the breakthrough happened. So adjust your mindset and ask yourself if you were at this place in your business, what would that person do? Yeah. And act like that. I love that. I love that. Um, There's an affirmation that I do every day, which is I am a 10 figure leader in my thoughts, in my words and in my deeds. And it's exactly what you is exactly what you just said, which is. You really have to be who it is that you believe you are. And you have to do that in real time. Yes. You know, you're not waiting for the 10 figures to hit your bank account to start acting like who you are. You're Mm -hmm. supposed to already be who you are. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And I think for 
you know, you mentioned the word sales and, you know, sales is, is tough for people, not just getting sales, but not just the acquisition, but knowing the process. And like you say, bouncing back, um, understanding that sometimes, you know, your job is to provide a service that people need. And sometimes you need to position a sale so that they understand that you have what they need. And then sometimes they just don't need what you have Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's a level of maturity, um, that I think, you know, every entrepreneur has to kind of come into their own. We can tell that you are high on the maturation model, right? For entrepreneurship, you know, we can see the poise and, you know, we hear the wisdom and the confidence. And so it's just important for us to share that back, you know, mm-hmm. to those who are, you know, coming behind us because they're going to have their own struggles. So, you know, but at least they have like, exactly what you just said is like you have to know that you're not broke busted and disgusted absolutely you know you gotta know that the breakthrough is coming you know and you deserve that breakthrough Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so another thing the team wanted to know is around tax savings the team wanted to know even though tax savings don't sound thrilling Mm -hmm. How do you help your clients save an average of 55% in business taxes to create some excitement? The the process itself doesn't sound thrilling, Mm -hmm. but the outcome is. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that journey because I know each client is different. Yes, yes. Here's what I'll say. No one wants to pay the IRS any additional money, right? A lot of entrepreneurs not only pay what they're supposed to pay, but they give the IRS a huge tip. It is said that the average entrepreneur overpay in taxes by $11,000. So I always ask, what could you do with an extra $11,000? It's sexy when it's in your bank account and you're not cutting that check to the IRS, right? And so in order to make sure that happens, that it's in your bank account, you need to first start with tax planning. And so what a lot of entrepreneurs do is wait into the end of the year to think about their taxes or they wait right up into tax deadline to say, oh, what am I going to do about my taxes? It's too late. You could have saved tremendously on taxes if you would have started a while ago and implemented strategies that aligns with your business, that aligns with your business structure so that you can then have a great stress-free tax season. Perfect example, we had a client that came to us from a previous firm. Her tax bill was $29,000 when she first started, right? She went through the entire tax plan. We have something we call concierge CFO services. It includes a profit plan and a tax plan. We did that for her. She followed every step. She implemented every action item that I told her to implement. This tax season that just passed, her tax bill was $5,000, That's great. And so you have to put the strategies in place. You have to follow the strategies as an entrepreneur and not wait until the last minute to think about your taxes. Right. So tell us for the for the new entrepreneur, what's the one thing they should be thinking about in terms of tax planning? The first thing is to think about your business structure 
and make sure that you have created the right business structure. So you have an LLC, an S Corp, a C Corp, a sole proprietor, which one is right for you and why? And then how are you going to use that business structure to your advantage? Right. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing would be to understand what expenses are ordinary and necessary for your business, because then you can use those to lower your taxable income. And so one of the things we do when a business first starts with us, we give them a tax write off list specifically for their business that they can use in order to lower their taxable income. When they lower their taxable income, they lower their taxes. And so that really can apply to the new or the more mature entrepreneur correct both okay both. okay so we're heading and we're in q4 right we're in excuse me um what are the things that us we as entrepreneurs should be thinking about as we close out the year and get ready for the next year I would say to start with planning the next year, <clears throat> start with planning on how you're going to say yes to profits, start with planning on how you're going to reduce your tax liabilities. Yeah. Do you need some water? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Give her water. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you. Awesome. I love that. So I want to follow up with just one more question from the team. Um, and it's about mentorship and support networks network a support supportive network um we understand that you have a personal story right so you discovered your love for math and accounting um you're multifaceted so you tried different things um but you you're you're solid and like this is i know i'm supposed to be an entrepreneur and i know i'm supposed to be a cfo mm -hmm. like i'm supposed to help companies you know manage um various pieces of their their finances right from a support perspective what are the offers or options or services specific services that companies can come to say yes to profits for well we are a full service accounting firm but we're not like your traditional accountants we focus on cfo services which combines financial consulting and financial coaching with bookkeeping taxes payroll things like that and so when a business comes into our space we first get their finances in order so we want to make sure that their bookkeeping is in order, that it's in compliance with the IRS. We then go over their taxes to see how they can pay the smallest legal amount possible in taxes. And then we do the planning process. So a business owner will say, Octavia, I want to be a million dollar business, right? Okay, great. And they may be at, I don't know, 200,000, 500,000, 700,000. Yeah. And so my job is to show them how to go from where they are to where they desire to be as their CFO. And so that may include redesigning their service model, making sure their services and products are priced for profit, making sure they have diversified their income. And so when a business comes to us, we are, I like to say they're one-stop financial shop for everything related to operating their business on solid financial, on a solid financial foundation. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's super comprehensive. Absolutely. And yes. do you have specific liens, like specific industries, specific types of businesses or... 
So good question. Normally we work with business owners that are at the six figure mark, six figure plus mark. Um, we can work with businesses that are just starting. However, I always tell clients that are just starting and they want to work with us. Our services is going to push you to the next level. And so if you're willing to invest the time, if you're willing to invest the actions, if you're willing to invest the money, we can definitely get you to the next level because our track record is that over 90% of our clients grow anywhere between 30% and 350 within 12 months and save about 50 to 55% in taxes. And so if you're willing to rise up to that, we will definitely get you there. But to answer your question, it's normally six-figure and seven-figure service-based entrepreneurs. I love that. Um, will you also let everybody know where they can find you? Yes. So we are at sayyestheprofits.com. I am on Instagram almost every day at Octavia Connor, CFO. And then for those that are really ready to get their finances in order, we're having a money mastery boot camp in January. And they can go to sayyestheprofitsbootcamp.com to register for that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Octavia, for being with us today. And that's Octavia Connor. Yes. Okay. Say yes to profits. Um, if you are ready to get your business to the next level, it is going to start with the finances and not just making the money, mm -hmm. but controlling the money. And so we really appreciate all of the information that you've shared with us today. So y'all make sure y'all go see Octavia and get to the bag. Yes. All right, Sunday school. See you later. Okay. Cool.